0: Hello, I'm Jeremy Eden, Dan Eden, and I'm Doc Hoskins, a.k.a. Ken Palmer.
1: <laughs> and this is 90 Under 90, 90 Movies,
0: Under 90 Minutes. 250, 74, 105, One oh five. 127, 12. 12, 15, 15. Negative 4. That's 25,000. 14,375.
1: well yeah. if You bastards can do 90. <laughs> you would swear Dan was done with this show by
2: the opening No, <laughs> no here's the thing Justin like, Timberlake yeah, just, visited was... me and he said, drop the I'm. It's oh. cleaner. And I said, OK, <laughs> that's what happened. And and, I said, you uh, know, I that you wasn't Ken.
1: your advice, Justin Timberlake. You're taking other people's <laughs> advice and passing it off as your own.
2: And thank you, Ken, for the, uh, the, the lovely reference to Todd Plum. Check it out. Uh, <laughs> it's on YouTube. It's my cartoon. It's our cartoon. Uh, Jer's on uh, as well. He's on episode two as Jenkins. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I'm working on episode three. So we're going to do six episodes for season one and then take a little break and then move on to season two. So, yeah, it's been fun.
1: Well, yeah, right on. All (laughs) right. Sorry to do a. I didn't.
2: (laughs) It's quite all right. Quite all right. Drive people to it. While you're at it, watch Fart Blocks. The new one, that one by this point is already out and uh it's really good. <laughs> yeah, we gotta, gotta anyway.
1: Uh today on our show, oh yeah, we gotta let's, let's start the show. Today on our show, clocking in at seventy two minutes, we're talking about nineteen ninety two's Babe's Kids, directed by Bruce Smith, now known as Bruce W. Smith on the IMDB. Oh he,
2: like the bushes. Like,
1: he, like me, chose to add the middle initial, presumably. So that he uh, sounded uh, – to break up the syllables, the 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 consonants' sounds. Uh, Jeremy my, Eden. I know. It's I always like, I, yeah. I hated that. In high school, I was like, you know what? I'm adding the M. And then eventually I just stopped using the M again because I was like, fuck it. Did Justin Timberlake tell you to do that? Yeah, he said drop the all M. Right. And all I was right. like, it's man, it's my, it's my name. He's like, you don't need a middle name. Who needs a middle name?
2: And I was mm-hmm. like, all right, fine, JT. Ken, what did uh Justin Timberlake uh, tell you to drop? <laughs> <laughs>
0: what a weird question. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I have I have no idea. I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't I don't answer his calls. <laughs> drop drop some names
2: in, in my pants, so no, I said, get out of here. Yeah, Timberlake. Yeah. Uh Ken, be a river so <laughs> let's let's get let's do it
1: Bay Bay's kids a movie uh uh just like this month's 90 over 90 selection uh from our childhood um I don't know how uh how much it shaped us but this was in uh, regular rotation I mean we watched yeah. this a lot growing up yeah and uh Ken was this a part of your your youth
0: oh yeah yeah Robin Harris was. Um, always one of my favorite comedians, especially back then. Plus, you know, he was uh, he was from Chicago. So seeing him on anything made me really proud because I, I think he's from the south side, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, the, yeah, it was heavy rotation in my house, too, because I, I remember the joke that he used to do that ended up, you know, inspiring the movie and how that became like a term throughout like. Throughout the country, really,
2: <laughs>
0: the yeah. Bebe's kids,
2: titular Bebe's kids.
1: I, my experience, my memory of this movie was such that it was like I remember seeing the commercials on TV, and my th- my perception of the movie based on the commercials was that there were like dozens of kids throughout the whole movie, and they were all gonna cause rampage. So, but I didn't know, it, you know, it would just be these uh, three and Leon. Uh, but anyway, I remember seeing the commercials and being like, "I can we go see that movie?" And our m- mom and dad being like, "Maybe we can go see it next week." And then it was gone. It was out of theaters. Was it wasn't there anymore. It got Damn it. it was just so it it did not last very long. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think probably I mean at least the three of us is is it certainly has its audience. It has it's got to have a cult audience out there I'm who are thinking, big fans.
0: Uh, and it's a so. it's
1: it's a surprisingly decent movie for uh a a non you know major studio animated uh movie you know it's it's good
0: yeah
2: i would uh i would agree with that i think uh heavy rotation as kids i don't know i think i guess it must have been our father who introduced us to it um or just like that I don't remember being interested think, in it as a kid, really, no, like I, like seeing a poster or anything like that. But
1: It was one of those early movies of like where I was aware of it. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. this is a new movie coming. Because at this point I would have been about six or seven. So it was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I would have been aware that this movie was coming out. And I, I do remember wanting to see it. So definitely by the time it came onto video, it was definitely like, oh, we can rent Bebe's kids. And we probably just rented it and then pirated the movie like we did everything back to VCRs. Yeah.
2: Crash (laughs) editing, baby. Uh, Yeah. Back in the uh, in the days. Uh, Look looking at it now, though, now that we can talk about it all these years later, because I haven't really watched it. God, I can't remember the last time I watched this movie. Likewise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Looking at it now, it's 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 interesting and it's it's subtle the themes that they're poking at in this to me like they can go it's not didactic it's not preachy but i think it hits in just the right spots in terms of uh the message but also it's just fun like as a kid you're you're very we were feeling very rebellious all the time so this really scratched a lot of itches for us seeing Bay Bay's kids just kind of uh, upset the establishment a little bit
1: like i mentioned briefly i'll I'll just touch on it slightly but like i mentioned in our camp nowhere episode in the 90s there was a shift where the kids were in charge and this is Mm -hmm. uh right there with it the kids are in charge in this movie they're not going to let the adults tell them what to do they're going to wrap their way out of their problems if they have to
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh robin harris you know someone i wasn't really familiar with it and haven't really been familiar with since admittedly i know him from uh Probably one of the funniest parts of Do the Right Thing. In a movie that's you wouldn't think is, is maybe to some isn't that funny is is very funny in some parts. And I think he's really funny in that movie. Uh, and then I, I can't say I really watched any of his stand-up or anything. I did watch the trailer for this movie, which seemed to incorporate more uh, of the special. Is that what we're seeing at the top of this movie is footage from his stand-up special? Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, this is so, this is this is like the the big final piece. This is not to uh not to minimize it, but this is his watermelon smashing. This like he's he's you know, like he's got his special and it's like, "Oh, when the Baybase kids bit starts, that's, you know, the big triumph." Oh, like finale. like when
2: Howie breaks out Bobby or, you know, uh a comedian does their famous bits or something. They play the hits. Yeah. yeah. That's his biggest hit. Definitely. I know. I even know that. And I'm not even that familiar with the guy. What I didn't know was the history of the making of this movie and, and his unfortunate uh, death at the age of what, 36. Is that what I read? I think so. From yeah. Congenital heart disease. Uh, I think he was undiagnosed. He did it right after a show in Chicago. So fittingly, he did die in Chicago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh yeah i don't i can't say i know too much about him but i do i didn't know that he didn't voice his own character in this movie i had to find that out just hours ago (laughs) yeah it was a little crazy (laughs) i was texting Jer. i was like you know did you watch it he's like yeah i think it's still really good i was like i agree i love that the sky is green in this movie (laughs) and also uh he like i can't how i can't remember how we got to oh i found out that robin harris died two years before the movie came out i was like so he obviously didn't voice the character right and then i find out it's uh phase on love and i'm like holy my mind's blown like i didn't know he died before it i didn't know it wasn't his voice so uh some revelations here but uh i guess we will get into it here uh it's a short movie it's really tight it is it, it is a breeze. I watched this yeah. practically on a lunch hour. So <laughs> we uh it's funny, usually Katie and I will sit down to watch a movie and we'll have to pause it intermittently to eat or do you know use the bathroom, whatever. I think this is a one sitting movie, like solid chunk, just glued to the seat. You you got seventy-two through. minutes. You can you can actually <laughs> sit through seventy-two minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if like him. me
1: as a child you skip through the uh the tunnel of love sequence and just like just breeze right past that <laughs> I, it's an even I shorter I, movie it's like it's like a 68 minute movie or something
2: i now as a on a technical level and i'm I'm the most amateur of animator animators but the tunnel of love sequence seeing that chalk aesthetic is is really great but I love just the way they do clouds in the background in this with the pastel paintings. And the, yes, the green sky, which I'll, you'll probably hear again in this because I was just like, that was the thing that I took. One of the things in this viewing that I took the most with me, especially now that I'm animating stuff and I get tired of doing blue skies or seeing blue skies. It's like a green sky is so interesting and to me bold. And they did it in this movie. And it's just consistent.
1: I I'll, I'll be honest. I was watching it on my phone, so I didn't even really pay attention to the, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the the best way to watch a movie, on your yeah. lunch hour, in your car, on your phone. Uh, mm. Yeah, I uh, didn't really notice the green green screen. No, you didn't uh, notice the no. I, but now when, wow. when we're done with this, I'm gonna pop it back up on the uh, on TV and and take a,
2: a gander at some of those scenes. And just the clouds, they look like big like loaves of bread with like. Depth and shadow. Just, I love the way those are drawn as well. Clouds like loaves <laughs> of bread. The fantasy world that
1: is fun world. That's the kind the of world. Wally I world. Or whatever but, uh, fucking world was in Beverly Hills Cop 3. You know, the non the non, <laughs> not real theme park that everybody saw. Oh, seen.
2: you mean the one that George Lucas hung out at briefly? Yeah. Very briefly. Very, yeah. very
1: briefly. Uh, one account, he's like, this is his first ride. He's like, oh, let's go home.
2: George Lucas popped up in Beverly Hills Cop Three in a cameo. Uh, but okay, so let's get into it here. Bebe's kids—they don't die; they multiply—is—is is their catchphrase. Exactly. And, uh, I did. You guys watch the trailer? Happen to watch
1: the trailer? No, I didn't. I just remember that the trailer. Uh, oh, go uh,
0: ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I, I haven't seen the trailer in a long time. But I, I remember. I remember they do say that in the trailer. But that's all I remember.
2: They they this was this was a at least a trailer because I wasn't I don't really remember. This is a cultural phenomenon, this bit, this this trailer, at least, because like the whole audience is saying it with him. They're like screaming Mm -hmm. it back to him. It's a call and return. And they're making a movie out of this thing like it is uh, you don't realize that it is such a big deal. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But in the same way, it is kind of weird that it would be like,
1: you know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah, never mind. I was gonna say it's like I was just trying to compare it to other like strange bits, but I'm just like, no, all of those strange bits got turned into successful things. Bobby got turned into a successful I
2: was sketch. thinking about Bobby. Wild and
1: yeah. Crazy Guys got turned into a successful <laughs> sketch. Fucking you know, it like again, I don't want to diminish it, but like it'd be like Sledge-Matic the movie.
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, I suppose you're right. But like what they did with this simple bit I think is really great. Um, we get to see a whole like indictment of disney world and that culture and that that sort of buy 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 capitalistic mindset that they impose on you uh it, in real life it's a lot more subtle in this they bang you over the head with it satirically <laughs> and i i dig that a lot actually uh you catch that more now as an adult especially when they get to the the front and they have to he has to pay out the ass just to get them inside and the that old woman with the blonde hair yeah who goes <laughs> who does a big slurp when she counts his money she lists off all the the rules and the rules are literally sky high green sky high so <laughs> it's such an op- oppressive place uh, even for i'd say for anybody but for these particular kids and and for to be a young black kid in disney where all the agents are profiling you right at the fucking front door this is going to be filled wrought with tension here and what should be a fun day, you know, but these and kids push back. You that's,
1: know? The, that, that's the element that as an adult, I did not pick up on so much as a kid where it is like, oh, there really is like
2: some there's profiling. There's,
1: there's Yeah, there, there's racial tension in this movie that uh, I just didn't, you know, went over my head as a
2: kid. you'd think it's you think as a kid you're watching it's just adults oppressing children but now as you watch it it's a yeah it is a different perspective and and like there's a scene yeah yeah,
1: like i was just gonna say like well i mean i guess we'll get
2: i'll wait till we get to there like i don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves yeah yeah let's uh, let's start from the top uh it does open with uh kind of quick montage of of like first person views of the kids, but also it's intercut with live action footage from Robin Harris's stand-up special where he does give us a little an explanation of who baby's kids are. Quote unquote, the baby's kids of uh not necessarily specifically baby's kids. Any kid could be a baby's kid. Right? That's what the bit would have you believe universally. It's any just if their mom's out of the picture, if the dad's out of the picture, if they're stuck with uh with a sitter and you're put upon these and they're and they're bad kids. They're really misbe These are babies kids, basically. Yeah. And yeah. I don't even
1: I don't even think it's a it's a it's a uh, it's a race thing either. You know, like there were there were I knew some some white babies kids growing up. We knew some <laughs> troublemakers who 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 had the exact same lifestyle as as
2: these. Sure. These kids. Uh, So it opens with the stand up. He's talking about babies, kids. He's talking uh about how he stuck with them and, and we're cutting back and forth between the three perspectives of our main kids. There's uh Khalil, there's LaShawn, and then there's uh who's the baby? Oh, <laughs> <I'm> Peewee. <sorry. laughs> Pee Wee, thank you. Uh I like his first it's really well and I have to talk a little bit about the style. It's um it's super colorful, it's super I like the physics of it. Sometimes when a character squeezes up another, their cheeks kind of like turn into like marshmallow. Like I just like the physics of the no, movie. No, there's
1: it is 100% cartoon faces and and cartoon uh, uh, structures of face. Like he can stretch his face to like he's like <laughs> drooping and like you know like the lips get stretched out at different. You in know, the, like in the
2: car door, yeah. Hands um, get bangled into like the most grotesque bent up shapes. <laughs> I wonder, like in this age where Beavis and Butthead came back and uh, Jared saw the movie. Ken, are you a a are you a fan? And b did you see the new movie? Yes and yes. Okay,
0: what'd you think <laughs> of the movie? I actually really liked it. I was because at first I was I was nervous because I'm like, okay, it's been literally decades since the last one. And it's like a whole new generation of people that, you know, didn't grow up with beavers and butthead that might look at him and go, like, I don't understand why people like this. So I was since I didn't know the premise of the movie, I was like, I don't know how they're going to incorporate like today's society into it. But Mike Judge did a really good job, in my opinion. Like it was it was funny. And it was really, really interesting. I don't know if you guys know, but it, it actually got a perfect rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, does it? Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. No easy feat. Well,
1: I'll tell you, you know what? It is under 90 minutes. We almost did it as a 90 under 90 right now. That's true. Ken, we'll have you back and we'll do Beavis and Butthead through yeah. the universe with you uh, sometime. We should. Whenever we choose to do that one, we'll make sure you do it.
2: Okay. Absolutely. Adding it to your list right now. <laughs> I uh, I haven't finished it yet. And that's not a comment on the quality of the movie. I just, I just, I really enjoyed it. I just haven't gotten around to finishing it yet. <laughs> so. it, it took me,
0: it took me two tries because mm-hmm. the, the couch in the living room, like, um, the couch in the living room was a, a wedding gift from my mom, and my mom has a knack for picking out really nice couches that are like sleep traps. <laughs> so, like i could be I could be wide awake and lay down on the couch to watch something and I'll just be out. so the first time I watched it, I fell asleep on it, so I had to watch it again. The old,
2: uh, yeah, you know, I, I, Jared does that a lot and he talks about it on this show. That doesn't really happen to me. Like falling asleep during a movie, I, but my couch uh, is not comfortable. That's the difference. <laughs> <laughs>
1: my couch ain't that comfortable either. It's having fucking two kids under five years old who are yeah. like just exhausting by the time nine <laughs> o'clock rolls around. You're like, I can watch 30 minutes of this movie and then I'm good for nothing.
2: Yeah, understandable. <laughs> um, yeah, it starts with uh, we can gloss over it, but basically it's the opening credits, and I love, I even like the credits, like they have this this chalkboard aesthetic here, with mm-hmm. um, the, like you just ca- casting by blank or whoever has never looked so cool to it's, me. <laughs> it, it,
1: I mean, look like, like hand drawn animation, especially like ones hand drawn animation that follows true cartoon like physics, like. It's not you don't see it as much anymore. So, like, of course, it's 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 a treat to actually see something like this now in a world where even like the wackiest modern cartoons aren't that like grotesque almost, you know, like or aren't that like Warner Brothers ish almost like or Tex Avery style physics, you know,
2: they're too clean now. You know why? Because they're all doing them uh, in a different they're doing it in a digital method now. Yeah, and it doesn't it is, doesn't work. Yeah, that they're kind replicating of it, that, a 2D look. <laughs> doesn't look including myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I try to do what I do is the Apple Pencil on an iPad, so at least I try to do a hand drawn aesthetic, you know, for the most part. But uh, anyway, uh, after we see the the kids from the first per- person views, like Kaleo gets his hat stolen from like this giant bully, and then like he basically decks him. Uh, so Khalil's Pee-wee. tough. Yeah, we, we get that. And Pee-wee, uh, Pee-wee rides a uh, rides a big wheel. Yep, naked gun style. <laughs> <laughs> yes, into a, and he grabs milk instead of beer. So he's not that bad, you guys. He's a baby. All right, cool it. And then uh, I think Lashawn doesn't she also get enough scrap <laughs> with another kid?
1: Uh, she scraps with
2: everybody. Yeah, she yeah. ain't she's, scrapping in the opening
1: sequence she's scrapping somewhere else she's a scrap yeah.
2: she's <laughs> she's my favorite of the of the three babies kids easily in this in this viewing uh did you guys have a favorite baby kid
0: um my, mine is peewee just because uh tone loke did the voice mm-hmm. so yeah. and 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 the fact you know Every other sentence he's crapping his diaper. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. It did it did strike me how much he's he's actually shitting in this movie. And it's like a lot of like just having to be in the booth and doing a lot of mm. Adding those kinds of things in there. <laughs> like, it's just kind of weird.
2: <laughs> Never have I heard a character incorporate shitting noises into their dialogue performance, uh, really. Except yeah, maybe, yeah. like, here and there. Like, maybe South Park, you know. But, like, it's its a part of him. Like, the way Rick burps on Rick and Morty. <laughs> like, yeah. It's him
1: straining to <laughs> shit a little it's bit. It's him pooping. If he ain't making pooping straining noises, it's not Peewee. wee feels wrong exactly can you imagine uh, if this became a series and it was just like all the time it's just like god that kid has got a real
2: problem thank you for bringing it back like in this age where beavis and butthead gets rebooted to to go back to my point is uh do you think is well a is phase on love alive is he still yeah. with us yeah. could he do robin harris now and could they make a Bebe's kids sequel in in this universe and would it be as good as this beavis and butthead sequel I think they could if they put it in the right hands. I think so too, and I would love to see as as long as they have a green sky and, and, they, <laughs> right. they, and they set up they set up a sequel. I you know we think you watching watching it as a kid in '92 or whenever like oh there's gonna be a sequel they're gonna go to Vegas like it ends with them literally going to Vegas and and spoilers yeah. Pee-wee unplugs all of the power in Las Vegas with just one cord that's in the street. <laughs> <laughs> um i guess that wraps up that movie but like i know i was expecting like an awesome vegas adventure which would have been really fun and maybe that perhaps that they were gonna do that perhaps they just didn't have the if money. robin
1: harris was actually alive they would actually yeah. you know continue with it because i did mention like when dan and i were texting earlier that this was at one point like considered like gonna be a, a live action movie
0: and right. that
1: you know he died and then they're like okay let's make an animated movie of it so you this know, is that you'd probably have to have the estate of
2: Robin Harris involved
1: for the solely for the you know his intellectual man. property, but
2: how much of a hand did he have in the scripting you know like because I wonder how, how much did they do this movie without his uh his hands in the pie so it's because he passed away I mean know, a lot of
1: well I mean there out. are sequences in this movie that are based on sequences in his
2: story right. you know?
1: so it's just like okay. you know uh, an
2: adaptation of a stage performance basically i didn't uh, know it was that uh detailed so he does talk about fun world and he talks about or, well, ta- or I mean, disney maybe yeah it's
1: it's disneyland and and mm-hmm. but, and i think there's like one extra kid in the original bit i don't really
2: remember myself i got to watch i, I just got to watch the bit i should have done that before this so sorry but
1: i think there's uh, like a few different like versions like i think he even sequelized his own bit like in <laughs> in different spe- i think i, I could but, be yeah. wrong on that
2: even uh, Eddie Murphy did it with the dad, his father, like yeah. in both big major specials, you know, like he sequelized. <laughs> Were you gonna say? I'm sorry, Ken. Were you gonna say something?
0: And um, a lot of a lot of uh, Robin's dialogue, the character Robin in the movie, a lot of the dialogue was like things you would normally hear him say in real life. And Faison being, you know, an admirer of him, like I think a lot of it not i'm pretty sure not all of it but i think a lot of it was him just you know throwing a lot of robin lines in it like a lot of things he said like you know when he uh grabs Khalil's, like if you don't tell me where your brother is i'm gonna beat the black off you and stuff like that like that's just stuff that robin would just say so mm-hmm. he just you know played it like that this makes you want to get a
2: job with benefits <laughs> like, <what laughs> that's the see. thing
1: that's the interesting thing <laughs> about his character too is the fact that like you know, we've seen it in, in movies before where like a character basically just does stand up in the middle of a movie, you know, but it, yeah. it's, it's authentic. You know, like like Chris Rock or Joe Pesci, both in, in Lethal, Lethal Weapon 4, Four. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. they're both just doing bits at some point. Mm-hmm. So like he, it's funny because he does talk in bits and lines yeah. that are like definitely like jokey lines, but like they're, they feel authentic and they don't feel like
2: he's performing absolutely like it feels like they're really off the cuff and genuine and he does seem to have a snappy remark for for every interaction that he has which is uh, I, I love about his character he's he can he's probably one of the few that can go up against Bebe's kids ultimately in this story him with the combination of uh janiqua is that Janica. it Janika. Janika. i'm sorry Janika. Uh, no jamika uh, jamika i'm Jamica. sorry yeah uh, Jamaica with like with his yin and her yang ultimately i think we're gonna find we find at the end that they're the perfect match to to take on these kids and maybe uh melt their icy hearts a little bit um so basically it opens with uh it's it's um it's sort of a f- fractured narrative flash forward kind of deal where we're we're gonna flash back and see how we ended up here but it starts in uh one of the 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 nastiest looking bars <laughs> I've ever seen. It's and like the same. It's
1: like, like it, you know, maybe cause it's Chicago based. and like kind of looks like some of those dingy Chicago bars, but it looks like in the ladies, man, like it's the same type of bar. Sure. That like, you know, that, that dark dank looking like dive. Yeah. That dive bar, which we've been into more than one time in our lives. <laughs> sure.
2: Uh, And he's drowning his sorrows and the bartender is blind, which I love because he's always – he seems to be missing the glasses all the time. (laughs) He's he's uh,
1: wasting a lot of liquor, man. Like he's not – like he's a business owner and he's just – get some help. You're just pouring pouring your product down the drain.
2: We see an older woman – drunkenly dancing to the jukebox and an older man as well and they are just shit faced. but i love that she ends up he sees her on the cover of jet later when he goes to baby's kids like yeah. apartment she is that, she's genuine she's just hanging out you know she's yeah. a celeb she's um, a quasi-celeb and that's as best as she got she blew all of her money there <laughs> at the bar that night i guess so but he's drowning his sorrows and the bartender asks her uh asks i'm sorry ask robin where's my mind he's uh he's asking what's what's wrong you know how'd you get here ultimately he's like i don't want to talk about it he denies him he denies him and then the bartender finally gives up and he grabs him he literally grabs him and says i knew she was trouble He's <laughs> so like all right we're about to get an earful here and he tells him his whole story and uh it's how he met Jamika. And he met her at a funeral, which is just a bad omen right off the bat, you know? Yeah. So,
1: yeah. A funeral for a dude
2: he didn't even like. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was, uh, I find that really amusing that everybody's there and they're shit talking. The, uh, <laughs> oh,
1: fuck the this guy. He was a the piece corpse. of shit.
2: Oh, I'm man. glad that's, he's dead. <laughs>
1: like, oh, my shit. My funeral.
2: Mm hmm. Uh, Robin goes in the back and he hangs out with uh, his boys and playing dominoes and uh, you know they end up seeing.
1: Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking about this now. I wonder, like, if because it's never. I don't think. It, I don't think it's explained what his job is in this movie. but comedian, I'm I think. Like that's right? what I'm wondering. I'm like wondering if it, is he is it literally like no this is him he's a comedian because at one point you know one of the guys playing dominoes is just like hey come on join us you've been working this week.
2: That's what and I caught just like, too. It's was like, oh shit. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah, is he actually just a stand-up in this movie? It probably That's, that's also interesting. An I'm animated thinking... stand-up. <laughs> I like seeing that.
2: Yeah, it's great. Like uh like if if Seinfeld was animated, like you would be like, "Oh, you you doing a gig in Atlantic City this week? Oh, you got some money coming in, you know?" Same deal. Uh so, yeah, they, they want him, uh, in this flashback, to spend his money betting against them. He's like, guys, I don't want to get involved here. But uh, they do see Jamaica there. And, like, she's got this she's face, got a big, nice, fat ass drawn. Yeah, Like, they make sure <laughs> that that they draw that. I'm just going to say it. And uh, basically, you know, they're all smitten. And uh, Robin tries to get her attention. And he, what does he do? He accidentally eats a cockroach that's on an hors d'oeuvre. he <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> He vomits in front of her and tries to be cool and, like, waves to her (laughs) as he's, like, wiping the shit off his tongue. Um, And eventually she leaves after comforting the widow. And then uh, Robin follows her out. And uh, he's just trying to get her name. Like, that she's playing so hard to get, he can't even get her name until uh, the end of the night.
1: To be fair. Not mm-hmm. the best environment to be asking a girl. Hey, what's your
2: name?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I suppose <Yeah>. you're right. <laughs> this is I watched I, I watched it today uh, while I was working, and it was it was my first time watching it in like many 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 years. So it was certain things that I forgot about the movie, and I think that part might might have my favorite line because I found myself like laughing like crazy where. You know, she's she's walking to her car, but he doesn't know that she has a car yet. And he's like. Well, it's, a little, it's a little too late for a fine woman like you to be getting on the bus. Do you need a ride? And she's like, no, thank you. I have a car. He's like, oh, well, can you give me a ride? Then? <laughs>
2: <laughs> and Yep. Next scene, up, he's getting a ride from her. <laughs> and. uh yep Robin. That explains the red vest she says she's got some cracks back at him too, yeah. but uh she won't give the name, you know so uh she, uh he gets the ride, and uh he's like, well, wow, that was a nice funeral, wasn't it? sure <laughs> <The shirt. laughs> it is funny that he's like
1: he's in the passenger seat and he's still trying to be like all smooth and like talking and he's like I am
2: giving you a ride to your home right now, sir. And he says it's good. It's it's a good sign. You feel comfortable enough to give me a ride. <laughs> so he like he even uses that as a as a <laughs> line. But uh, basically, they end up going uh, back to her place, right? And uh, she picks up her son, Leon, who's been who's had a who's being sat while she went to the funeral. So he gets to meet Leon. Leon's like, I don't even. He's kind of you know frankly understandably defensive against who's this asshole trying to bone my mom <laughs> yeah who's this fucking comedian with a
1: red vest that doesn't quite fit trying to bang my mom mm-hmm.
2: and you know he asks, how come the dad's not in the picture she says when it becomes your business i'll, I'll ask your advice like let's leave it at that she's playing things close to the chest you know or vest? Yes. What is this? The Christopher Nolan? The, 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 who, the, who the correct,
1: the correct term is vest. <laughs> but honestly, like I got no problem with say, with hearing the word chest.
2: The Dark Knight has fucked me up. Yeah. <laughs> Playing it close to the chest, Alfred. Um. So anyway, she's uh divorced actually, but she has a kid in the picture. Okay, so that's that's her situation, and it's his name's Leon and he's a good kid you know like compared to baby's kids he's a fucking angel but with the influence of baby's kids they're going to meet each other halfway by the end i think um but anyway he uh robin harris recommends dolomite to leon which i think is very funny uh speaking of like, cult classics
1: don't even know it as a kid i'm like i don't even know what he's talking about right now like
2: Right, that that, right. that
1: that whole exchange that he has, I'm like, I, I don't know what he's referring to. And now as an adult, I'm like, he's talking about dolomite? Like I had the captions on, I was like, Dolomite? Mm-hmm. I did read that right.
2: That's right. Um so He's yes, like, don't are, recommend yeah. one of those killer pimp movies to my son. <laughs> <laughs> one of those killer pimp movies? Oh, there's so many. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um says says, uh let's go see a movie he's like no no if we're gonna if you want to get acquainted with me and my son you're gonna have to do step it up a little bit how about someplace like uh fun world and then he that pricks up leon's ears he's asleep in the car he's excited you know
1: that is a big leap though for a first date to be like no you can you know, take me to a theme park not like movie is way more appropriate Going to like a playground and going, you know, like hanging out with the kid or something is more appropriate, but then she's just like, no, we're going straight to the theme park.
2: Yeah. They spend a lot of money on us. Imagine if and your he first does.
1: date is at Six Flags with her kid. I, and, oh. and then, and then, and then, and then, fucking,
2: ho ho. Hey, base kids. <laughs> Yeah, oh, man. I, yeah, that's that's a lot to ask of Robin, but he 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 likes her that much that he's willing to pick her up at ten a.m. why? So she's drawn
1: with that big fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> <Got> that beautiful <laughs> fat ass. Yeah. Let's be frank here. I mean, but, to be fair, they they have a shot of her ass before like it like you know it's it's in a pan but they're holding on that ass for a while so they, like they do have
2: a butt shot they're showing this, they're yeah. they're trying to you know <laughs> anyway um he says yeah yeah let's go and even as he's telling the story it cuts and they do this i like this they cut back to him in the bar mid story intermittently and the patrons even chime in and go no like you did not commit to this <laughs> But uh, he didn't get a kiss. He didn't even get a kiss that night. Like, that's how much he likes this woman. So, uh, wait till he spends some money.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Some of those deliveries, like, you know, I've forgotten all about. Just stick with you. Yeah, but like, I hear him, and then it's just like, and a t shirt. I'm like, I know that. I uh, you like troublemaking, <laughs> get yeah. those kids. Like that's
2: that's been stuck in my head Choice for years. Choice lines, yeah, de- de- absolutely. Like I remember the whole up Abe the, Lincoln speech. The, the the for me the your mama jokes back and forth. Just, oh yeah, yeah. I watched that scene. That scene's on YouTube. Just that isolated little moment. Um, but anyway. He uh, so it cuts the next day. He's picking up the kids, and and what do we have here? We got Bebe's kids. Uh oh. <laughs> on got, top of
1: that, they don't die; they multiply, gremlin style. True.
2: Khalil, LaShawn, Pee Wee, and uh, Leon. and Leon. <laughs> And Robin, he pulls up, and uh, the hubcap falls off of his. Uh, he's got kind of like this long, like caddy sedan looking thing, like convertible, white. It's, and, uh, it's mm-hmm. strange.
1: I mean, like, I don't know if this is like obviously it's got to be modeled after a real car, but like both of the Absolutely. doors are just a solid color, while the rest of the car is like white with like this stripe going down it. But I like, think it's
2: just a bad aesthetic. <laughs> so all, right.
1: to me, it's just like I was just like, is this like? You know, like his, he got into a car accident and like when we had growing up where we had like the different colored door on our car yes. or is it like was it an actual car? Because it was on both sides and they both matched. I was very confused by the car <laughs> and it took me out for a little bit. That's all I'm saying.
2: <laughs> Khalil busts up Robin's hand with like sh- just by shaking it. And you see. The hand contort in such interesting ways, like, very that's what quickly. what I'm saying. Those
1: grotesque mm-hmm. bent up hands. Like, mm-hmm. that's not... You're gonna see that in a Pixar movie. Nope. Not even, not even DreamWorks. Illumination? Forget it. No hands
2: like that. God, he meets Pee-wee, the OG. He OG, oh, I'll put my F-O-O-T in your B-U-T. <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> spell but, right. I like that one. Uh, he takes him to the park and, like, you see the massive parking lot you get, you, we've all been there. We've all, well, most of us have, if you're not Disney world, then some kind of giant uh, tourist trap that where you spend a bunch of money and there's a giant parking lot that you get lost in, but they end up uh, going to meet that, that grumpy lady at the front who, who's I'll never forget. She slurps and then she counts the money. <laughs> And also, she throws a bunch of souvenirs at him, and he swallows, like, the swizzle sticks or yeah. something. Like, he literally swallows, like, three of the things she throws at him. it's <laughs> like, are you going to be all right, again. Robin? Um, and then they get into the park, and but before they do, uh, all Khalil is doing is getting a drink of water and three fucking middle-aged white agents converge on him wearing their sunglasses with the wire earpiece and just all nothing but stern attitudes and And,
1: yeah yeah, like as a kid it's just like oh the baby's kids have a reputation and because later on you know you see that supported like other people are just randomly like oh no those are baby's kids we know who those shitheads are but no like like the truth behind it is like this is just them like fucking racial profiling. it's it's and, and when, like when he, it's deep the movie, it's deeper than the than you even think as a child
2: when he takes Khalil's hat and he says, this looks like some sort of gang insignia. It's pretty obvious what they're doing to him, and not, uh, not when I'm seven <laughs> right no, no, I'm saying now, no yeah. I'm, no, not when we're seven. He stomps on the guy's foot, though he gets his hat back, and that is uh is so empowering to see it must be for me for everybody to see that kid push back a little bit to these little these fucking guys to authority you know um and that's i think that's why we kept coming back to this movie if i'm being honest is just it's a this whole movie is just a big kind of fuck you to the to the establishment man
1: but especially (laughs) to stuffy white men
2: yeah sure uh but um They'll be watching him, they say, and they get into the park. Uh, We should also mention that LaShawn, she – what I like about LaShawn is she's multi – she's very dimensional in that she's starting to like boys, but she's this tough exterior. And she clearly likes Leon, so she's playing the games. And I think watching that as a kid, we never got to see those games portrayed in a a cartoon – it's 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 mature for kids to do this yet it's immature at the same it's right on that cusp you know of maturity and it's not portrayed usually with with as much nuance even as this movie i would say and maybe i'm giving it too much credit but no
1: i really i don't think you are i really do think that it's 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 very well done
2: yeah and then like the the brothers are like teasing her and leon throughout uh, she can't wait for you to grow up, she that, says to Leon. I so love many that times line. we used to laugh about it. she
1: can't wait for you to grow up. Like just so like
2: quiet and like sneaky to him. There's, push. There's a lot of um they are getting a lot of fisticuffs in this, and and Leon even gets to, to a point where he's like he's gonna like throw down with them, but uh, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself, but. um They get in there and like Robin has to feed them. He's got a he's bought all these tickets and stuff. So like he's going broke just just trying to get uh another date with Jamaica basically. And these babies kids are just extra baggage, you know. So he's starting he's losing it a little bit, but he's you know. Keeps his eye on the prize for the most part. I'd say his humor is what balances him out throughout this movie. Because I know it's a cartoon, but I, I think I would be done by, by, by the time we first walked in. <laughs> I'm I done. Do this.
1: I, no, forget it. I can't it. do this. You
2: guys can find your own way home. Mm-hmm. There's only a few uh, hours to get here. There is a few songs in this movie. There are. Um, the first one is uh, the uh, He Ain't Having It. Number where the the kids are in the uh, the house of glass and they stack these uh, price look what appears to be priceless china and why would they have that at a theme park I don't know but it's 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 a confusing gift shop that's Mm -hmm. for sure but I think one of the things that I that really grabbed me and I I mentioned this to Jared just because um he was saying like uh, did you notice like the racial themes as much like obviously we didn't as kids but now they're there. And I said, um, one of the things, and you can you can even construe a direct correlation, is when they're in this, and you notice this now, they're in an Africanized gift shop where they're selling statues of giraffes and masks. It's, it's, it's corporate America selling this shit, and they're just looking for license plates with their names on them. Leon finds his, to be fair, but there's none that says LaShawn, there's none that says Khalil. And uh she calls <laughs> it out Why would there be one that says Pee-wee to be fair? Well, Who's naming know? their kid Pee-wee? But uh and then maybe I'm reading too much into this or projecting too much on, but what I was like is like there is they're about to act out as a direct correlation of feeling disenfranchised in their what's supposed to be their society. And uh that's I like I found that profound that moment a little bit. So they start acting out, understandably. I like empathize more with babies kids this time around. Even as a kid, though, I, I was always on their side, you know. So yeah. I, like, I, I don't see a lot of
1: Jeremy license plates either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then, then they I did, thought, know. why would I want a license plate? Why the fuck? What do I need a license plate for? Right. I don't need yeah, this. Fuck license plates. Fuck license um, plates. Fuck my bike. I'm gonna just walk.
2: But like what I said, while, while we. <laughs> And this is like a hybrid, like there's a chorus and it's, he ain't having it. But then like Robin, like he raps the the verse, but he does like a bit. Well, I think it it works for a comedian because it's not quite singing, you know, it's and it's kind of delivering material. It's just another method of doing so. He's just yeah, he's just rapping jokes, (laughs) basically. And then he falls through the ceiling of what I think it's called Carl's is the Africanized gift shop. And he falls on uh, Lashawn and Khalil, and he stops. it. So he crushes, probably breaks their ribs <laughs> <laughs> and a few of their bones. <laughs> and he takes them and, I and then picks them him. both up by the neck, right? Doesn't he? Did they literally, literally go like ninety degrees, like yeah. like horizontal, and then like he take, carries them out like luggage? I love that. Uh, and they go to the house of glass, and Pee Wee's like about to cause a shitstorm because he stacked a bunch of plates and cups, and uh, ah, it's so cool to see. Is incredibly Robin accurate
1: for little kids who would just <laughs> see a bunch of shit and decide, "I want to build a tower." Everything is towers with little kids.
2: <laughs> it's just, I'm the amount of work that went into him getting all of the those plates and cups and catching them and putting them away. It, it, so much happens in just like two seconds. It's uh, you got to respect that. And then he catches Pee Wee because he falls uh, from the, from his giant stack of plates, takes him out. And then one last plate falls. He catches everything but one last one, and it shatters. And like that classic uh, pause, and then run out as fast as you can. <laughs> uh, we need to now. We need to talk about his ex wife and uh, her her BFF uh I'm trying to Dorothea
1: and Vivian.
2: Thank you. Dorothea and Vivian. Vivian's the chubby one and I guess she's a new friend because she has to introduce her to Robin. Uh she sucks an entire cotton candy <laughs> in one inhale. <laughs> And the way she drinks, she grabs one of Robin's sodas off of his tray because they think he's alone. She goes, quite the appetite you got there. <laughs> she just grabs it. But there's she drinks all of it in one gulp. And like, you know how you see like a hose when there's too much water and like you see a big lump carry through it. She does that in one gulp, like the entire drink. It's it's amazing. That always stuck with me. And, uh basically they're there just trying to have fun we I when we were growing up
1: we lived in a building wherein uh our we lived with our mom on the top floor and in the mm-hmm. bottom floor of this building was a friend of my mom's from high school lived in the same building and across the hall from her was a friend of that friend sure so like you know it was just I like these her, yeah. these three adults who were in their like 30s with you know and my mom. Our mom having kids, you know, all lived in the same building. Anyway, I don't want to say, like, the friend of a friend, I'm not going to say the name. At one point, she was, you know, a larger girl and uh, had blonde hair and, like, blue eyes, very large eyes, like, you know, features. <laughs> and at one point, she went on a vacation and came back so tanned. That it reminded me, uh, like when we saw her, we immediately thought she looked exactly like that character. <laughs> Is that Vivian? From she looks Baby like Skin? Vivian from Baby's Kid. Wait
2: till she gets a cotton candy, then we'll know for sure. Yeah, then yeah. we'll know. <laughs> mm-hmm. But Dorothea and Vivian are there, and uh, Dorothea's drawn so ugly. She's got like this nasty blue eyeshadow. She's got like this coiffed red kind of. Like clown red hair and like just nasty uh, press on nails. And uh, she's like, hey, like what we find out is basically that Robin knows her some alimony payments, but uh, he hasn't paid up. He's been ducking her. She's like, don't worry, though. I'm just trying to have fun just like you. And then uh, what what they find out, though, later is that he's there with, uh, you know, with Jamaica and the kids. So they're going to fuck up his whole thing and ruin his day. That's their new goal of the day. Because Vivian keeps egging on Dorothy and saying that he still loves her, which is one of my favorite shows. She's such movie. an enabler,
1: this friend of hers. <laughs> She's like and to be fair, Jamika's pretty much an enabler for Bebe too, is just like, no, oh yeah, go ahead, do your sh- you know, make your yeah. bad decisions and I'll watch yeah. your kids for you again. We but don't know like, how
2: bad she has it. Yeah. Yeah. Vivian though. <laughs> like every every freaking <laughs> moment. Robin even says it when he's buying, like, he's like, I got to feed these kids. It's like, oh, they gave, uh, baby gave $20. Like, oh, that's, like, I still got to feed him. He's like, I'm getting pretty upset with this baby, and I haven't even met her yet. Like, that's how mad he's getting. So they eat their food, and, uh, what happens next? Basically, oh, I think, um, Robin basically wants to get some alone time with Jamaica, and, uh, Leon keeps wanting to tag along with them but i think, they I ride think some there's, rides there's yeah there's
1: right? a, after they eat there's yeah. like a montage where they they ride some rides as a group mm-hmm. and uh you know they don't really do anything they don't misbehave they do throw up on a ride or leon throws up on a ride which is a little gross but beyond that you know everything yeah, is
2: fine I, yeah. what's um what's the one that it's uh horizontally and you're spinning and it's kind of hollowed out it's um it's kind of like a, a draggle like, that like, you're in the, middle like of. the
1: gravitron <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, they have that, and um, on a technical level, when they first show that shot, and it's Robin watching them standing from the outside, talk about smear frames with him, like his cells buried beneath these this fast-passing ride. I had to rewind and just admire, on a technical level, what they did with the ride, and, uh, and just him standing and watching them, because that was really neat. Uh, anyway they there's there's puke they go on this rocket that i don't even what the what the the gimmick is but like it internally explodes and they come out <laughs> like all charred like <laughs> there's like a giant drop but did the, like, yeah
1: did the ride go wrong or is that the right.
2: ride because <laughs> we know that peewee he does sabotage the giant drop ride that has like it literally ha- relies on a parachute like you go all the way up and then they basically drop you in a free fall, and you have to pull a cord <laughs> to, yeah. to pull a, a parachute. Is that a real ride? No. Like no,
1: they're never par- going to put the, They're <laughs> never going to let
2: I don't visit, like, guests put Wars. their
1: lives, at, like, in control of their own lives. They're going right. to be the ones who are like, no, 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 we'll stop the ride. for you. They may gull- give you ass. the illusion that you're doing it, you know, push this button, or you're not going to land.
2: Well, in this, in this universe, there, this ride exists, and Pee-Wee cut the the parachute cord so they just free fall all they die <laughs> like in this scene <laughs> robin and the kids die they die
1: and the rest of this the movie end. is them trying to get into heaven mm-hmm. and, and that's the plot of the movie it ships
2: right so uh okay so now robin wants to go on in the tunnel of love with jamika and leon wants to tag along as a third wheel and she's like, no, like, some things we have to do alone. Why don't you go hang out with Bebe's kids? And then the kids are going to give them a hard time. They're just kind of waiting. But uh, Khalil and Wee, they push Leon into LaShawn, and they kiss. And it's a slobbery one. <laughs> like, yeah, well, There's be- a big spit strand.
1: Before that, actually, like, Robin actually has a moment where he – gives Leon some uh pretty strong advice about
2: Oh yeah that's you right have
1: to like you do not have to like each other but they have to respect you and I can't no one else can make them do that you have to you know get that yourself so he like gives uh Leon a pep talk that he you know, desperately needs before they push Lashawn into her into him. I got
2: it here. Li- I w- I would like to read it. He says, "Don't worry about what they think about you. Just do what you do best, and then you'll win respect on your own terms." Which is solid advice, I think. Yeah, yeah. There's there's more too. He says, uh, "Uh, they have to. They don't have to like you, but they do have to respect you." Which is also some pretty powerful advice. Um, uh, but um. Yeah, he goes, he returns to the kids. The kiss happens. He, I think he's about to brawl with them also, but he picks up a brick and, like, it's not even the brick is a brick. It's, like, a squishy little, (laughs) like, toy brick that that makes a a sound. Uh, And then, like, Leon, like, he overhears that there's going to be a cartoon, so he just wants to break up the fight. But Bebe's kids, they're more about fighting. (laughs) So, like, what? Like, just because there's a cartoon, you want to step away? And, uh... They're about to basically punch his lights out. And then uh let me see what happens next. He says, um, Oh, he kisses her. That's the kiss happens and that diffuses the fight. So I got it kinda switched around. Uh anyway. Yeah. Uh oh, LaShawn comes back with a sledgehammer. Because of the kiss. She's just like, fuck all of y'all. She's, she's about to smash them, and they run away screaming uh, in fear. And it's very so it fun. is
1: like sledge matic the movie.
2: It, it very much is, yeah. In fact, Gallagher's in this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know this. Hidden he, in
1: every scene where... like Waldo, you can find a Gallagher <laughs> in the background. Gallagher. <laughs> that would be <laughs>
2: terrible
1: and great at the same time. It's him smiling with a sledgehammer and his fucking hat mm-hmm. with the hair built into it
2: um so basically so then there's the, the of love tunnel. sequence jesus which- jameika is is Bebe your sister no is, is she your cousin uh uh-uh. <laughs> is is her man your lone shark <laughs> She baby is a friend you know i'd want somebody to help me if i had problems like she does so yeah jameika's like a bleeding heart really good person you know <laughs> to be helping out Bebe like that but i did want to say that or does
1: perhaps an enabler
2: yeah maybe a peon a little bit but i don't know but robin says they got correctional facilities for problems like that that's why i say early like i think his yin and her yang balance each other out quite well because he's maybe a little iron fisty and and i don't mean the the really great marvel hero (laughs) and she's just kind of a little passive you know i think together they're uh they're great you know so, um, and that's when we get the sequence that Jared, it's basically, Jared, would you say this is your cheer up Charlie? Oh, hey, yeah, that's what I was going to say.
1: Ken, was this a fast forward for you? Did you, did you sit through the tunnel of love sequence? I don't know a kid who would have sat through this.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, I sat through it. You sat through that. <laughs> it's funny because, uh, yeah, I'm teacher, sorry. But, but, but today, yeah. Oh, well,
1: yeah, no, obviously today, mm-hmm. but no, like as a kid. Yeah, no, of course I wouldn't have. Giving it the time. It's like, cheer up, Charlie, get a break. You wanna go pick a sandwich? Now's your chance.
2: It's get funny because they shit get...
1: out of my comedy movie.
2: Do you remember Dorothea and Vivian in the chalk tunnel love sequence like trying yeah. to like Yeah, and then they step on the ice and it's kinda of funny. Like they it's try also, to add some hijinks into it.
1: You know, it's like it doesn't go too far or anything like that, but there is a little there's a little more sexuality to this. Uh, there is. <laughs> And it as is. a child, you know,
2: you see that sexuality and you say, I cannot, I'm uncomfortable. Speaking of that, the butt, the fat ass, that is where you, it's showcased, I think, the most prominently is <laughs> if we're going to get weird, uh, once more, it's in this sequence. Um, but yeah, that like they really hit it off here. This is uh, a big leap for them in the relationship and, uh. I feel like you can like, was this like broken off from the movie and released as like a music video? Because it's it's like it it re it has that that air of uh, somebody cut a single to put into this movie, or like maybe even wrote a song for this movie. But I I don't, I know. don't know. I Don't know. <laughs> All right, they make it to the other end of the tunnel. They're out, and uh, Vivian and and Dorothea are. I think Vivian's like the raft, and yeah. and, and Dorothea is sitting on her. <laughs> All right, so, uh, back to the kids, I think, here? Um, let me Uh, see. Let me just catch up. They're playing freeze tag, and the, uh, they're playing freeze tag in the scene all throughout the, uh, the park and the agents uh, they say knock it off basically and you uh trouble delinquent <laughs> and there's yeah. like a bit and of they a, put up
1: a, they, mm-hmm. they, they they put up a little fight you know like what are you talking about we can't play freeze tag in your fucking fun world like are you mm-hmm. fucking kidding me it's bullshit yeah.
2: and they People say like, they have what? uh okay. we have a variety of engrossing yeah real yeah, scary, real scary exhibits designed for your age demographic allow me to escort you to my personal favorite. So like, they have like these robots that they're going to basically send them to, to maybe discipline them in some way, or at least just numb their minds enough to just get them out of the way for a while. And they strap them into these carts. Kitty
1: jail. Yeah, they get strapped into a mine car.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Some Indiana Jones Temple of Doom style mine cars. And they What's weird is like they go through these tracks and it's like it's a show. It's like a, it's a small world type show, but it has like a toy shop in the center of it that they can like they're not supposed to get out of their cars and go into. But why is the shop there then? Again, the
1: logic makes no sense in a lot of this theme park. You know, they're leaving their lives. in the, the lives are in the guests hands. You have to get out of a ride to go to the gift shop. Doesn't it make
2: do sense? you guys remember the song they play during this sequence in the car? Oh, you want the, to did about, you listen to the lyrics? You want to talk about biting satire. <laughs> if a hand in your pants feels like a grand presumption, <laughs> that's where our fortune is found. <laughs> like <laughs> They're talking about basically, like, what do they say? Leave your wallets with us at the door is literally a line in this yeah. song. It's they say, uh,
1: fools and all of their money make fun world go round. <laughs>
2: that's pretty odd like when is it when is it satire and when is it just like a little too obvious for satire
1: when is it it, uh just on the nose
2: but this toy soldier robot comes up after the khalil he he busts out a, a pocket knife and he's able to cut him cut them out of their carts and uh he decks the fucking toy soldier robot and they wreak havoc in the uh the toy shop and that's pretty fun to see. Um, and then they start to, like, they befriend these other kids, like, these little these little wiener white kids. Yeah, that's, a uh,
1: this, this toy store is another moment where you really, like, you don't pick up on it as a, I didn't pick up on it so much as a kid, but, like, oh, yeah, like, like, Lashawn literally can't even find a Barbie doll that she can relate to, like a little doll. Mm-hmm. You know, she's like, go, like you all the kids that? are like yeah. grabbing toys and stuff. Like she has to like go through this whole pile before she finds an African American or a black uh, uh, doll. Yeah. So yeah. you know, it's uh, like I said, this movie is deeper than than I thought as a child.
2: And yeah. Um. So uh, Winthrop, aka Opie, he introduces himself. Winthrop. Him and his friend Richie, they're kind of like these featured minor characters, and uh, they want to be Bebe's kids too. And uh, Khalil says, no, nah, you can hang <laughs> for us for. A li- <laughs> you can hang out with us for a little while, though." And he's like, "All right, cool." So they they gain some friends and like a bit of a cult of personality here at this park, which which is anti everything this park is. So like it's it's us and them mentality kind of. Well,
1: they got this this awesome rap written about all of their names. So like you know, what better way to introduce yourself to a group of kids than to rap about your name?
2: <laughs> so um they get they get caught again, don't they and they end up uh, having to uh, go on trial.
1: Yeah, they get caught and like taken to the Terminator basically <laughs> and like the Terminator's <laughs> all like you, like you, you kids can't. You like, whatever, you know. And then they're like, oh,
2: hold on here. Abraham Lincoln comes out. There's, there's a animatronic robot workshop that they stumbled upon but the robots are sentient and they've developed the personalities of their respective characters that they are so the bot richard nixon with the exposed robot legs or like the bear with the are they act as such
1: which they have to do so you don't get confused as to why richard nixon is in this movie (laughs) (laughs) or no no
2: he's a robot um and Richard Nixon, what I love is that he he was a, you know, former president, a great president. But he has to point out in this in this movie that he says, uh, now, I've been practicing law in some time, but uh, anybody. No, no, can no, no, no.
1: Let, let's be clear, because it's a it's a very specific joke that he says. He says, oh, okay. it's been a long time since I've been in the courtroom as uh, a lawyer,
2: as a lawyer. Uh, yeah, you don't catch that. <laughs> I uh, great, uh, great president. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chef's kiss of the night goes to Richard Milhouse Nixon. Oh. Anyway. Uh they sing uh they, they rap rather straight jacket. Uh straight jacket. jacket, I'm sorry. I used to I used to think it was straight jacket, like I'm insane. But no, they're straight jacket, which is now sounds dirtier than, yeah. than you know. You can <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, stay out of the room, I'm straight jacket. Guys, no, go. <laughs> I'm going to need 10 minutes
1: alone so I can straight jack and then I'll come back out this, here, okay?
2: This is a great segue cuz I also texted Jerry something cuz I this popped into my head <laughs> as a, as like a bit or something, but I asked Jerry and I'm going to ask you Ken, like what if uh, you know how they used to say if you masturbate you'll go blind? Yeah. <laughs> what if that happens suddenly one day, one morning? And those who woke up and didn't know and jerked off went blind. And those who like waited or didn't do it that morning, like that's how you could tell who jerked off and who did it on a mass scale that day <laughs> is who's blind. Yep. I'm so, yep. I should have waited. I should have waited. Yep. I jerked it. I was straight jacket.
1: I should have waited. What, I, are you implying that they were forewarned that they were going to go blind in the morning? <laughs> yeah no
2: because well yeah i don't know i don't know but Jerry said and this is great this all kind of fell into place He said that's like the worst episode of black mirror ever <laughs> and i'm oh, like
0: man yeah that's a
2: great concept for a show is like just <laughs> shitty black mirror that's funny like right. the, just, just rejected
1: black mirror <laughs> episodes that's the whole
2: premise is. that's the first episode right there is is just one day everybody goes blind who masturbates and then I don't know how to finish it, but <laughs> there's the setup.
0: <laughs> I mean, hey, that 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 that's that's not too far from the very first episode of black of Black Mirror when you think Is, about it. Right? Is that the one with the pig? Yeah <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Don't remind me. <laughs>
2: oh boy. When did you drop off of because everybody drops off of Black Mirror, right? Ken, when did you drop off of Black Mirror? Are you still tuning in?
0: I, I actually do want another season. It's coming, but all uh, oh, it is. Yep, yep. They uh, announced uh, some cast members recently as well. I forget who, but some pretty big names. Oh, perfect. Um, mm-hmm. a, a a big reason that I want another season is to make up for the last one, though. Mm. Like, no good, huh? This 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 past season was by far the worst. Like the the last one, the 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 very first episode of the last season was pretty good, but the rest, which is like, just like so so. Was that the Miley Cyrus one? No, I think I think the Miley Cyrus one was the last one. Okay. The um the first one was the one that had um. Anthony Mackie and the dude that was in the new Candyman where they were playing video games with each other.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen it, but I heard of that one. <laughs> yeah. That that was that <laughs> <one's> very
2: interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess like, it's hard to like come up with story. Like they just, they have to inevitably be get, inevitably get less inspired. I would imagine as the seasons, just the years go on and they make more episodes, but yeah. it, when they make that going blind from masturbating one, I'm gonna consider legal action because you know <laughs> tonight I'm gonna copyright it, you guys. Um anyway, they do uh straight jacking, sorry. And uh Leon takes the lead on that one. So he's starting they're starting to have an effect on him and he's he feels a kinship to a certain degree, I think, with, with Bebe's kids. And, and a way uh, to defend
1: us against those robots, Leon, with your song. That's
2: <laughs> And Bless the terminator agrees that they're innocent. He lets them go.
1: Terminator who's just like poking these two core these wires together like the whole yeah. time like like he's, he's like
2: electrocute uh, oh, Khalil. Really creepy. He's they got Khalil in like a water bath with an electrode like like you said like a jumper cable helmet almost and like they're going to straight up murder him. <laughs> like I'm it's going crazy. To kill him. But so this, this is a scene where we get uh, a little ploy coming up next with dorothea and vivian in the bathroom uh so jamika goes and she uses the bathroom and these two assholes go in and they have a fake conversation about robin and how robin came over last night to dorothea's and that's why she's not walking right today (laughs) (laughs) which is one you catch later (laughs)
1: another one that went way over my head
2: (laughs) i love it but uh this is um Basically, yeah, they put it out there and, and Jamika she's gullible enough to believe it. She throws her lipstick in the water it and <laughs> bleeds. It's also kind of funny
1: that like their way of like, you know, trying to like sabotage Robin is to imply that he fucked her so well that she can't walk the same.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she says, she says, you've been walking slow all day. What's your problem? My man Robin came over last night. That's literally the script. <laughs> So, Jamika comes back and Robin's waiting. He says, you know, and she uh, kind of confronts him about it a little bit. She's pissed, understandably. He says, "We have enough time to go catch a, a show if you want." So they go and they have an awkward time at the show because there's that tension. But she's she believes what happened. He and also, it
1: seems like conscience. a really bad show that they're seeing. So yes. I don't think she's having a good time, regardless.
2: Yeah, it looks like uh, basically reminded me of the carousel of progress. Yeah, I thought the same thing. <laughs> but uh, I didn't realize that that guy's name—I must have forgot because I know he says it in that show, which is like even though it's so stupid, it's one of my favorite parts of Disney World. <laughs> is that stupid <laughs> carousel of progress? There is a great. His name great
1: is. Big beautiful tomorrow. Um,
2: his name is John Progress, which I forgot. John progress. <laughs> <laughs> so next time I check into a hotel, like I want to be John Progress, but Progress. You, can't really, you can't do that anymore. Can you like now you th- like because of credit cards and everything and de- like deposits like you can't say I'm Harry Houdini or Elvis. Pres-, can you like you could no, you could
1: probably book the name because you just have to like put the name of the credit card has to be accurate. But like the name yeah. on the reservation could really be anything, I Thing. Then I want to be John
2: Progress in my next uh, hotel. John <laughs> Progress. I don't John know. Try progress. it. I mean, if you
1: don't get in, then
2: you know. Jared, Jer- I hate to dig- digress once more, but hey, tell- can you tell us about the time that somebody asked uh, for something, a specific gift from you when you were working at a hotel? Oh
1: yeah, I worked at a hotel. <laughs> I worked at a, I worked at a hotel as a driver for like the shuttle driver, and like in the reservations like this this has also been like a a thing that had went around socially like somebody had like put a weird request in their thing and then you know across the country other people started putting weird things in their reservations and in this reservation it said can somebody please give me uh i think it said a hand drawn portrait of the backstreet boys and it, like you <laughs> know they're just doing it as a joke just to see if the hotel staff would comply and I was just like, oh, okay, fine. And so I, I sketched out, like, the most ridiculous caricature of the Backstreet Boys. And, uh, yeah, we, we put it in their room to have waiting for them when they checked in. And they were very happy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know where that picture... I, 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 That picture might be on my Instagram still. I'd have to look back at, like, my old-ass
2: Instagram. Please still. share it, uh where on the on the socials
1: if i can find it right now which i actually might very quickly cuz i don't have a very deep instagram here uh here it is right here they just <laughs> here, they weren't were expecting it the, here, just for you for you guys you can
2: kind of oh, see it's a little blurry but i can kind of make it out they're
1: all like they got their arms Ew. <laughs> 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 they look
2: so gross <laughs> And like, you know, they're trying to be cheeky, and Jerry like, okay, you want to be cheeky? Let's get cheeky here. <laughs> and I did it. I did it for him. Um. So basically, they go to see the show. Uh, Robin and Jamika. He he tells her that's my ex, and we're gonna we're gonna actually solve this right now. And they go back. Not uh, now, he, but right now. <laughs> <laughs> they go back to the bathroom, and he confronts her, and that's when we get the great uh, your mama exchange and uh he uh, says uh what, what are some, what are some of the barbs that are do you guys remember
1: these um. uh, your mother's so fat, she's on both sides of the family is my favorite yep <laughs> yep,
2: uh your mama's so old, she's older than your grandmama says dorothea uh let's see here. your mama's so old she was there the first day of slavery is what Robin says to dorothea Wow This uh, <laughs> says uh your mom so dumb. This is the one that clinches it with Vivian laughing. He says, "Your mom so dumb. They told her it was chilly outside. She went and got a bowl." And like Vivian cracks,
1: which I don't <laughs> even think is the best one in that whole bunch. I... Which, yeah, I,
2: yeah, I, I th- it's not that great of a of a. I was, it's not as hitting, but hey, it works for for Vivian, which shuts up Dorothea. And uh, ultimately, he says, ultimately. All this does is bring me and Jamika closer together. I hope you know that. And they leave together, stronger than ever before. And uh, even uh, Jamika gets a a shot in and says, "Here's some lotion for your ashy uh, knees." It's like, oh, all right, zing. And then they leave. But you know he still loves <laughs> you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's and and Dorothea's her eyebrow raises with her like, hmm, like maybe. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love it. um The kids now we cut and the kids are now running away from the guards. Like what what went down backstage at that workshop is now kind of devolved into all the kids escaping and running throughout the park. And this
1: is what they would show in the trailer, which made me think that this like Bebe's kids are like a group of thirty kids that are like all going to be terrorizing this theme park. <laughs> but no, only for this last moment here.
2: Right. They all run. Opie, aka Winthrop, and his friend Richie go on the bumper cars, and they have a little, you know, with uh, this
1: this old lady who's like the Hans Mullman of this thing, where she's
2: just constantly (laughs) getting in like all this peril and like all this dangerous
1: situations just because she's a tiny, frail old woman.
2: Mm -hmm. Now I've got them. Surrender now and face moderate casualties, says the guard to these boys. Funny. Um, they all escape um well they try to anyway they end up taking a a ship there's like there's a whole pirates of the caribbean you know that's what they're they're parodying here and the kids take over the pirate ship and they lower the flag and they raise it as a baby's kids flag and uh they dress up as pirates and uh they end up taking over like a parent cruise that's happening just like a titanic -themed
1: themed cruise Oh that's shit. That's going on because he's like, "Thank you for staying on the Titanic. Don't forget to get out of the gift shop and have some ti- like iceberg popsicles or whatever."
2: Jerry, you don't watch it, but Ken and I do. That's that's a Rick and Morty episode right there. They did a yeah. a Titanic themed uh cruise ship. And they're well, like they,
1: the, <laughs> Then they owe a lot to Bay base
2: kids. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> the I remember the conflict was uh that the ship wasn't going to sink. <laughs> like like there was a complication where like sir, the ship isn't going to sink these kids these people aren't going to have a uh, the full
0: experience tonight ah damn it um I think at one point he's like huh. like like uh there's a like there's a problem like Houston there's a problem what's the problem? the problem is we don't have a problem <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one um uh, so uh
2: Okay, back to the, the kids. Um, Oh, like, it's wrapping up. Like, it's 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 wrapping up here. Things are coming to a head. The kids, they take over that ship. And I think Robin, at this point, is going to ditch the kids, including yeah, Leon. Yeah, like,
1: like, they crash into the cruise ship, I think. And then, like, he gets on, like, a rescue boat and just paddles his <laughs> way onto the land. And, uh, yeah, like, they keep running. Like, he's, like, just trying to get the hell out of there and leave the kids even even Leon, which is like, um, you know, Leon didn't do anything wrong, but he just doesn't care. He's just like, leave him, leave him all. And then the detail in this movie that I did not catch ever until this viewing is that, like as they're running away. You know, Jamaica sa- screams out to Robin, like, don't try and leave them, Robin. That's why they shot their daddy.
2: Oh yeah! Jesus, I I didn't catch it this time. Jer was texting me. He's like, "They shot their dad." I was like, "What? (laughs) They did?" (laughs) That's
1: why they shot their daddy. And she just screams it like, "This is information you need to know."
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm reading. I have the transcript here. It's it's not the screenplay. It's literally the transcript of the movie. And yeah, don't try to leave them, Robin. That's why they shot their daddy. Jesus Christ. But I like the line he says um before this. I didn't catch this uh when I watched it, but he says, uh, I had enough of those kids. I can't be around no bad people, Jamaica. You know I'm on parole. He says, You're not on parole. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> like, he's coming up with bullshit to avoid them. Oh, it's great. <laughs> um, so yeah, like yeah, they shot their dad. There's that. Um so uh he gets he's gonna he's trying i guess to i mean anyway. so
1: maybe to be fair Bebe has some real psychological problems she's like what do i do with my kids who are murderers and murdered my husband
2: it's it's <laughs> there's something else going on in this there's a whole other movie that we yeah and it's it takes place in a,
1: going on with Bebe.
2: <laughs> and it takes place at a therapist's office the next yeah. uh <laughs> movie
1: but um It's Robin Uh, stretching his face, talking to his therapist.
2: (laughs) And he's got some grays in his hair now. Uh, But basically, he goes back to his car, and they're going to ditch. I was like, they're going to ditch Leon. And, like, the kids are waiting anyway at the car. So it's like, it doesn't even matter. It's moot. Those kids are are ready to. They they leave together, don't they, at this point?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And uh, the whole place blows up as they're driving away. (laughs) And uh, Robin is at the end of his rope. He lets Jamaica know it. The kids are kind of in the backseat sleeping and just Leon hears and he kind of he's disheartened to hear that Robin has given up on them so fast, too. And so is Jamaica. What we're seeing is. That that blue shading that they did, where everything was blue, they yeah. rendered all the character colors because of the moonlight blue, the car, everything. I thought that was such a great, cool mm-hmm. choice.
1: Yeah, The Simpsons used to do that more too, where mm-hmm. they would
2: like stylize
1: the the colors for certain sequences. And yeah. absolutely,
2: I dig okay. it. I was just watching um a season two episode. It's the one with Carl. Yeah, uh, that's on the a, it's one of
1: those I was thinking of. Yeah,
2: it's. Do you remember when the tiles transitioned to the windows of the yeah. building? Like, stylistically? Fucking artsy, man. That, yeah. that one should have gotten
1: some kind of art. That,
2: that, that episode's so great. It's such a, a cool episode and touching episode. Um, so they leave, and uh, he's had it with them, and uh, he drops them off. And that's when we really understand, like, where they come from, what their environment is, just how bad— it looks where they are. It's just this shitty apartment. And when they get there, these two crooks are running out with like a lamp and a TV. This is because Like you better walk them to their door. He gets in, that's, and uh, that's
0: mm-hmm. actually um, that's actually a tie-in to another movie. Because, really? Yeah. Um, the executive producers of uh, babies of the movie Baby's Kids um, are the uh, Huddling mm-hmm. brothers. And the Huddland brothers are the guys that directed uh, the first House Party movie. Got it. And I, I don't know if you guys ever saw House Party, but. Um, Long time ago. Yeah. The 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 Huddland brothers have a brief cameo close to the inner house party where they're running down the street with <laughs> a vacuum and a, and a lamp. And they end up having to uh, jump on the bus because they got chased by they, uh, they get chased by a dog. So those cartoon characters was, were the Hogan uh, brothers.
2: Nice, I love it. Did a bit of trivia there. I, yeah, yeah, did not know it. That's great. Um, he goes inside, and that's where we see the Jet magazine with the very barfly that he's telling the story <laughs> to. <laughs> <laughs> and he he goes inside, and the apartment's looking a little. It's barren. The furniture's shitty. There's nothing in the fridge, and uh, there's a note from Baby. Uh, Please feed them. Uh, I'll be home soon. There's no food in the fridge, and they play this gloomy music. The kids actually look like they have no energy. It's like as soon as they cross that threshold psychologically, they're just they 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 switch to depressed. Yeah, they,
1: and they keep calling out for their mom, like because yeah. they don't know that she's not gonna be there, and that that's it's you know sad. That's sad.
2: It is. Um, so he he gives them uh, his last ten for a pizza, his last ten dollars, and uh he he parts ways with them but it it's not long before they're back in that car with him right they i think well, um, I,
1: like at that point he's like yeah. he and
2: jamika kind of fight on the way home and he's
1: just like yeah. you know like i can't believe you know you, you continue to put up with this shit too and he's just like doesn't want to talk to her anymore you know and then we cut back to the bar where he basically tells them i dropped her off i didn't say anything else to her for the rest of the car ride which had to be weird Mm-hmm. and then uh yeah he that bar fly from earlier who's wasted dancing by himself uh kind of comes up to him and i don't know for some reason he sees himself in that barfly. fly that's right even yes. though it's not really implied that he's got a drinking problem or anything like that, it's, that just,
2: it's it's correlated to the line that's preceding it where he says um uh i don't have anybody in my life and look at me and that's like he's Robin needs uh Jamika, he needs the kids, is what he's realizing. Otherwise, he's gonna be lonely and, and drunk all the time. So
1: there you go. Well, there's the answer to that. <laughs> yeah. And I then yeah, so. he he's about to go back and uh pick them up, but Jamika's there with the kids. <laughs> That's like, right. she, she's just like, no, hang on, wait in the car, kids, while I go inside this bar <laughs> to go retrieve the man who's not your father and not my boyfriend or or not my husband.
2: <laughs> and he makes amends with Chimiki. He says like listen we've both been under a lot of stress we said some things we didn't really mean and uh you know let's just leave it at that and they finally kiss and all the kids watch they, they an, all a, it is
1: an ugly kid and like animated <laughs> kissing in general is hard to make look good sure like because sure. it's always like super stretchy lips but that's just like it's always it's like this they Just kind of rub their faces and then pull it apart and then rub them again, and then like it's just like these <laughs> quick, like,
2: faces. Isn't that pups. how you kiss your wife, Jer? Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> just rub your faces <laughs> together. <laughs> um, so they make amends, and like the kids are cool, and like, uh, it's like, yeah, your mom kind of likes him, huh? And Leon goes, you know what, I like him too, and uh, you know, LaShawn obviously likes Leon, so. It's going to be a whole thing, you know, and that's what I expect in the sequel that is not made is some development in these relationships. <laughs> but ultimately, it's like, where well, we're going to go to next. Mr. Harris It's like, how about Vegas? And sure enough, like they cap it off with them literally going to Vegas because you see that strip. You see this, these uh, neon lights everywhere and they get out and uh, Pee Wee does his bit. It's like, I don't think you're ready for me, Vegas, basically. And then he takes the plug, unplugs it. And uh, what's why Robinson's test tube, baby? Is that his uh, his big yeah. line? It's
0: like an insult. <laughs> yeah.
2: OK, that's
0: that's a, that's another one of his uh, well-known jokes. He actually uh, he actually said that at House Party, like um when when he when he finally realizes that that kid went to the party after he told him not to. And he makes his way over to play's house. By the time he gets to play's house, kid's not there. But he shows up to the house, starts banging on the door, and somebody opens the door. He's like, My boy in here. And it was like, uh, uh, uh who 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 who's your boy? He's like, You know who he is. And he starts walking through the house, then he starts like chastising all the kids, like <laughs> y'all, all the big of y'all sales, messing up these folks' house. No, they ain't paid for. Y'all here <laughs> doing something wrong. So he's like going back and forth, and then this one kid decided to be a smart ass and goes, Hey, why don't you go home and watch the late show, Pops? So he turns <laughs> around and looks at him. He walks up to him and like, why don't you just go home, you little test tube baby? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so he caps it off with, he calls Pee-wee that, and then uh, we cut to black thank, credits. I mean, thank God this did not end the
1: way that his bit ended, because like in, in the actual bit, I do remember this they, they they have a gun They take him to Vegas by gunpoint They're like, take what? us to fucking Vegas <laughs> Do they? Yeah <laughs> Wait, where's their gun? <laughs> it's not not in this, but in the bit Oh, really? He changed it. He's just like oh, just, I'm sorry I, he's, Instead, he's like, I don't know how they Convinced me to get here mm-hmm. But there was a whole scene with a gun That we cut out of this movie
2: <laughs> <laughs> they shot their dad though so you know they 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 they've done it before they're not afraid to do it again robin <laughs> but, um wee is yeah, was- the one who pulled the trigger <laughs> shit like maggie he's the <laughs> he's og maggie. right they share a lot in common <laughs> um so uh yeah i think this movie is is super tight as we said it's uh it's it's like a one sitting you don't need to pause it like it's not Dare I say Zoom with Tim Allen, where we did recently, where like it's it was it's a slog and a half. This movie just just glides right by. And if you're not admiring the jokes, you're admiring perhaps the green sky, the green sky, and and on a technical (laughs) level, the animation. Um, You don't there's not nothing quite like it since except um, I haven't really watched The Proud Family but uh Katie is a fan of the Proud Family. She's like I feel like Proud Family borrowed a lot from Baby's Kids this aesthetic and uh and that's cool. Keep it alive. And I hear Proud Family's rebooted recently. So like I think there's room for Baby's Kids like today somehow. I, I do think there is.
0: I'm, I'm 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 kind of afraid of that because like I said I I think if they ever do reboot it, it'll be good if they put it in the right hands. What I hope they would not do is what they've been doing with, like, a few comedies and making it serious, mm-hmm. like, like Bel-Air. I like Bel-Air, but I, I would hate for them to get Bay-Bay's kids and make it, like, really serious, because I think that would be depressing. The,
1: yeah. the gritty, live-action <laughs> bay kids. No, the
0: world doesn't yeah. need that. No, no, no. Just give me an
2: animated series where they just, like, animated. wreak havoc. I mean, like, the whole formula
1: yeah. is right here. The animated adventures where Robin has to take the kids somewhere and Dorothea mm-hmm. and Vivian show up everywhere <laughs> they go and sure. start getting in their way. I'm and into it's, it. It's, that's all you need.
2: Yep. There's like definitely it. room for it. Yeah. In a post-Beavis and Butthead do the universe world, there's definitely room. Uh, I mean, so yeah. they
1: had a video. This was turned into a video game. Th- at it one was point. turned so like,
2: into a video game. This yeah. was
1: popular enough that it got a video game. Not that all video games were very good in the, in the early nineties,
2: but, but hey, right. popular, <laughs> you know, property enough to warrant one. I Definitely. mean, you know, Cool Spot and Chester Cheetah
1: also <laughs> got a video <laughs> game, but that's
2: fine. Hey, Chester's still going pretty strong, I think. I don't Stronger know. I haven't seen it lately. Jesse's really? really?
1: got more personality now than he had back in the '90s.
2: I know those ads where he's like, he's like, you know, uh, mis- pulling mischief uh, and pranks and stuff. But what we haven't it? seen one of those in a while. So, still
0: make those? It's It's scary that y'all brought him up because I was actually gonna uh, ask you guys something like uh, once the podcast was over, like off off camera. But are you guys? Who, I I'm, I'm, I might have asked you this before, but are you uh, any of y'all familiar with a YouTube channel called Meat Canyon?
2: It yeah. sounds really familiar. Is that that they do parody cartoons or like the Johnny Depp trial and stuff? Is yeah. That, yep, yeah. Yep. 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 I saw some of
0: that. Yep. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So Meat Canyon, he, you know, he is an animator and he, you know, takes, you know, a lot of things from pop culture and makes these, you know, cartoon sketches, but they're really dark. They're funny, yes. but but they're dark and funny. And like the the one, the one that like went viral, like that caught my attention, um, was a couple years ago. He did one uh, with Bugs Bunny, basically uh, sexually assaulting Elma Fudd. <laughs> and that one like went went like super viral to the point where Warner Brothers caught wind of it and forced him to take it down. Oh boy! They, they they decided to put it in their canon. It was like because you use our characters. This is canon now. So we own it. So he did so he did another video where it was like a funeral uh, a funeral service for the first sketch. And, and the way he ended it was like, I find it absolutely hilarious that Warner Brothers would want. A sexually uh, assaulting rapist rabbit in their canon. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, it's
2: weird that they would say this is our canon now. <laughs>
0: <yeah>. like, <laughs> but, but he did he did one a couple of months ago about Chester Cheetah. No, basically. really. Yeah, <laughs> basically, there's this guy, this dude, uh, playing like a an RBG and he has the headset on because he's playing like with other people, and he's like talking to. Somebody through his headset and he's like irritated, like whatever game he's playing. He's like, man, this he, this guy keeps taking my dragon and blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, no, I'm not mad at you. I'm just hungry. You know, I haven't eaten in, in, in a while and I'm, I'm just really, you know, uh, irritated. And then Chester Cheetah walks in and his animation style, like he makes those uh, pop culture characters look really demented. Yeah. So this really ugly, demented version of Chester Cheetah walks in. He's like, say cheese. (laughs) (laughs) And the guy turns around like Chester Cheetah. And he's like, yeah, I hear you're hungry for a snack. And Chester Cheetos got your back. (laughs) (laughs) But instead of him having a bag of Cheetos, he picks up his tail and his tail is filled with just open Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, reach your hand in the pig trough and get yourself a handful. <laughs> Weird. And the guy's like, <laughs> the guy's like, uh, I really don't eat Cheetos. Like, I, like they get all over my fingers. It's it's, it's, it's kind of a filthy snack. And Chesty's like, no, no, come on, you know, come on, get, just, just just put your hand in there. Just go ahead. Uh-huh. So fin- <laughs> so finally he does it. And he (laughs) sticks his hand in there and Chester Cheetah starts making these weird, like, Mm -hmm. sexual
1: noises.
0: (laughs) And the guy's like, is this hurting you? Like, you're making noises like you're in a lot of pain. He's like, no, 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 no. Just keep, 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 keep putting your hand in there. Uh (laughs) So then the guy takes some Cheetos out and starts eating it. Then all of a sudden he's like, oh, whoa, I'm, I'm starting to feel a little lightheaded. And Chester Cheetah gets up close, like, you feeling cheesy? (laughs) And then all of a sudden he goes, yeah, the Cheetos are coated with scopoplamine and little cane. (laughs) And And you find out that he just goes around drugging people and murdering them after they eat a Cheeto. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say he's like jerking him off when he reaches for like the Cheetos, like on his
2: tail. And he's like secretly like conning people into giving him hands. Like the old popcorn <laughs> trick. But no, that's, he's just drugging people. No, I have seen meat Canyon and I think, yeah, you nailed it. Like he, he like just seeing his like Johnny Depp is grotesque. I just saw that one. And uh, oddly enough, his precursor, like, I would say his predecessor is Zach Hadle, a.k.a. Psychic Pebbles, who now does Smiling Friends, but animated our opening to Three Guys, One Room. That used to be his bread and butter was those uh, ugly celebrity parody videos. Uh, Now, I think Meat Canyon's taken the the mantle, definitely.
0: I I was watching. uh, I started watching Smiling Friends on uh, HBO mm -hmm. Max. It's actually pretty, pretty interesting. I like that show a lot.
2: Uh, Shout out to Zach Hadle. The uh, old, old, old yeah. colleague. No, he just he animated something for us. I'm really proud of that. Yeah. Uh, Who the fuck are you guys? Like, huh? What, <laughs> what, what, what? did I do? Yeah, I know, like 15 years ago. I know. Uh, Leave me alone. I have a job. <laughs> wait, wait till I wait till my office is down the hall from you and Ken's doing some voice work, and then we're gonna we're gonna be best of friends. You'll see. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Maybe you'll be working on Bebe's Kids 2 together. Oh, us
2: and Zach Haydel <laughs> yeah.
1: and Meat Canyon. Let's get Meat Canyon involved too. All three, yeah. The trifecta. Uh, yeah. But that is Bebe's Kids from 1992, directed by Bruce Smith. Movie from our childhood that will remain a part of our lives till the day we die. I can't imagine not liking Bebe's Kids someday. No. Anyway, um, that is going to be uh, it. Not ut. It is going to be it for us this week. <laughs> We'll be back it's next much. week with another exciting episodes, but until then, I'm Jeremy Eden.
2: Dan Eden. Ken Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> Rap. Jared's hoping that's not a thing <laughs> in the future. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm, no <laughs> I'm not gonna do that in the future. I'm just doing it for this one. Alright. <laughs> that, that, that that's a wrap.
0: What do you mean you're out of chocolate? How can that be?